Hi everybody, this is Don Wilson, and welcome to Don Wilson's Hollywood Beat. We're going to have fun, so stick around. Those sweet voices that you just heard, if you're listening on Anchor, are the sweet inspirations. Myrna Smith, Estelle Brown, and Sylvia Shemwell. And coming up right now, you're going to be hearing an interview that I did with these lovely ladies in 1992. This interview has not been heard in its entirety, ever. I had some excerpts of it that aired in 1992, shortly after it was done. But you're going to have the raw tape. And uh, this was made with a, a tape recorder, so it's not in the studio. This was done at their hotel that they were staying at when they came to Memphis for a personal appearance. So it's not 2019 standards, but I think you'll, you will enjoy this uh, exclusive interview with the Sweet Inspirations. Uh, the Atlantic 45 Sweet Inspiration, right? And I tell you, all right, which I've got uh, the original copy. I've had all all these years, and that song was really written uh, for you guys, wasn't it? Yeah, because of the name. Uh-huh. Yep, um, Dan Ten. Mm-hmm. Yes, went upstairs in Muscle Shoals. I don't remember the name of the studio. What was it? In Muscle American. Shoals. Yeah, in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. We wrote it in about a half an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, first off, let me introduce everybody, and. Uh, of course, everybody is always familiar with their names because Elvis has introduced them so many times. Okay, uh, originally the uh, the members were uh, Emily Sissy Houston, okay, which is uh, Whitney Houston's you know mother, right? Okay, okay, Myrna Smith, which is here. Say hello, Myrna. Hi, everybody. <laughs> okay, we've got Estelle Brown. Say hello, Estelle. Hello. How are you? <laughs> okay, and we have Sylvia Shenwell. Hi. Okay. Well, make sure everybody uh, knew that. Uh, from what I understand, uh, you guys were originally uh, the backup group for uh, Aretha Franklin. Isn't that right? Yeah. Well, before, before Aretha, we were a backup group. We did yeah. a lot of recordings before Aretha. We worked, we worked mainly in uh, Atlantic Studios for just about everybody that recorded. We did the backup work. Uh, give us some titles of the songs that you uh, sang with and so forth. I know that it must be an amazing, amazing uh, amount. Was Dion before that? Dion was the first session that I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Walk on by. Walk on by. Her say a little prayer. Yeah, Dion say a little prayer. Mm-hmm. Wilson Pickett, yeah. everything. Mustang Sally, uh, Dusty Springfield, Wishing and Hoping. Preach, son of a preacher man. Son of a preacher man. Knock on wood. Arthur Conley. Oh, <laughs> the Drifters. We even did some jazz with uh, Yusef Lapeet. Uh-huh. We did some jazz with Nina Simone. That's the Phillips. Yeah, that's the Phillips. Yeah. That's the Phillips. Yeah. That's the Phillips. Yeah. 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 You know, by a video, Elvis, and uh, actually the symphony is going to be playing the music, and the rest of the, the original music's been knocked out. How does that feel? 
only hope we don't become very emotional. Yeah, Thinking like about Leah, that's a great well, uh, I remember last year it was, it was very emotional, and I attended it with Red West and Richard Davis, and and Pat was there, you know, and uh, Red was just. Do you think Red's gonna be here tonight? Uh, uh, I'll, I'll see. You know, uh, we're trying to get all right. Yeah. But, yeah, well, Red, that was the first time he really uh, had gotten out and, you know, he wanted to come and see the stands and I know he wants to come and see you guys because uh, I want to see him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I've invited him down today, so he might be coming to the rehearsal. So. Okay. Okay. Well, well tell us, uh, uh, when did uh, you start working with Elvis? Uh, I think it was because he was so impressed with your recordings, if, I, if I'm right. Yeah, that's correct. He heard, had heard some inspiration. He needed a backup female group, so he... Didn't audition us. He just sent for us. Hired his son. I think I think because of his gospel background in the black gospel churches and whatnot, he liked that type sound, and he heard our record and he went for it, <laughs> which we're glad of. <laughs> what well, What are your? I know there must be millions of special memories, uh, but are there anything that really sticks out in, in your minds about uh, your, your years with Elvis and uh, uh, just just off the top of your head? Yeah, he was squirrely. We've been laughing all day long about different things that, that he did. He heard a record. <laughs> uh, are you lonesome tonight? Yeah, well, he used to say you look at your bald head and wish you had hair. <laughs> he used to do things like that all the time. We, yeah, I, probably not. It wasn't a stage thing, but I spent his 40th birthday with him in Vail, Colorado. Um, my ex-husband and I, Jerry Schilling, and Linda Thompson, and Elvis. He didn't want to celebrate it because it was his 40th birthday and he wasn't looking forward to that, but at the last minute he decided he wanted to, so he called me and Jerry. We were the only ones that were still hanging around, and we went up to the house and had a cake and talked all night and cheered him up for his 40th birthday. <laughs> That's great. How about you? I think the, the main thing that I remember is how human he was. He was just an everyday person. And a lot of people miss that. They, they got him way up on a pedestal and like some god or something. He just wanted to be like everybody else. And that's how I, that's how I perceived him. That's how we knew him. Just as a decent human being. Yeah, because the other thing, people used to give him crowns and yeah. said that he was the king of rock king, and roll. Yeah. And he said, there's only one king. Right. And um, he, in particular, you know, he understood how people felt about that, but he didn't relate to that at all as for, for right. himself. Right. He didn't feel like he was any better than anybody else in that respect. We're all children of God, the Chinese family. We were just one big happy family. We just, you know, if we could talk about anything, we could share every, you know, it was just one big happy family. That's what I liked about it. Uh, that's very evident in uh, the documentary Elvis, that's the way it is. I, I know you must have had a lot of fun uh, with Elvis on that, and uh, there's a lot of uh, great footage of uh, all of you uh, with Elvis on there. There's any, anything, well, tell, me, tell me, when was the first show that you did with Elvis? And uh, were you, you guys nervous that night, or tell us about that? Yeah, nervous oh, yeah. for him. I think we were nervous for him because he was so nervous. Yeah. You know, we were, we have been used to performing because we were performing on our own without him. But this was the first time he had actually performed in something like ten years. So he was, but he was nervous before every show anyway. 
but he was especially nervous that night, so we were just pulling for him. And I think we were we were kind of nervous because we were with him, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the type of crowd that he crowded, and that was everybody from all walks of life. I think the the fact that we were with this man that was so great in the in the industry made us nervous. I think the the fact that we were with this man that was so great in the in the industry made us nervous also. And being that we had to open the show was just a little bit much. But we loved it. Yeah. I, I remember that I was at uh, I believe it was the Monroe, Louisiana show in nineteen seventy four and I remember one one of you uh, ladies had like a cast on your arm. And I've always wanted to ask you, did, did something happen? Uh, that was you, huh? If <laughs> was wrong, it was me. <laughs> I had burned my arm. Oh, right. I had I had a burn on my arm. Uh-huh. Yeah, so um, I, it was just a wrapping, but it had to be covered. <laughs> Everything that went wrong happened to me. That's right. That's true. That's true. Everything. I'm saying my, my zipper broke on stage. Oh, uh, well, we won't talk about Caesar's Palace. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about Caesar's Palace. No, no, no. no. Oh. Elvis no. <laughs> but, uh, no, that was also like the scorpion, too, right? <laughs> Every, really, and that's true. Tell him everything that went wrong. If something went wrong, Sylvia, it was me. <laughs> think of something else that was wrong. It was me. It was me. Yeah, I had burned my arm. That was what it was. Well, I was there, and I was on the front row, and I was taking all kinds of pictures. I got a great close-up of your, of your it seems like your arm. Because, <laughs> and I was just walking right by, and he's going like, you know, that. You know. <laughs> he, he was always, you know, playing with, with you ladies, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you think of any uh, type of practical jokes that he ever pulled on you? <laughs> Is there anything we can say on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> but what were you talking about today with the, when he had that hand? Oh, it was it wasn't even Halloween and he came around and he was shaking hands. I don't know why they got to me and he shook my hand and I'm shaking his hand and pulled his arm back and the hand was in my hand. And I almost died. It was a joke. But it, the hand was so real, you know. Uh-huh. And then the time that we they started with the water pistols, oh, so, and we'd all end up wet because he, he got he was got on a fetish. It was a fetish. He just liked to do certain things, and if he started something, he just played it out to the end. Yeah. <laughs> but he was extremely. We used to beat him up in our dressing room. Yeah. Yeah. He gave away a ring one night on stage. This guy just aggravated him, and at the end of the show, he took the ring off. And gave it to him. It was a gorgeous ring, and he had on a beautiful white velvet suit. And when he got in the dressing room, we got the pillows and we beat him and not giving away the ring. And he said, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! The suit costs more than the ring." <laughs> he was all on the floor. And we were beating him with the pillows. But after that, we found that the guy who we had given the ring to gave him a plane. So a little jet, you know, to use. Yeah. So I guess he knew what he was doing. One hand washed the other. <laughs> He turned out to be a multimillionaire, and that was before Elvis bought his plane, and he let him use his Learjet mm-hmm. to, to go on the tours. Mm-hmm. Now tell us about, uh, you were, with a plus tax. <laughs> I couldn't resist it, you know. But anyway. Well, how does it feel to be with the Stamps after all these years on the same stage? Oh, great, great. It's good to see um, the guys getting the ones that are left, especially J.D. He's the same. 
She's the same. Yeah. We still crazy as ever. <laughs> we are too. <laughs> this is a big happy family reunion. Really. Have you ever gone on a reunion? Family, you know, this is just what this is like. Yeah. This is a big happy family reunion. Really. Have you ever gone on a reunion? Family, you know, this is just what this is like. Yeah, yeah we're we going to have another one in Vegas too. Yeah. Where Joe Gershio and all the horn yeah. players. And yeah. Right. That would be great. Yeah, we're going to have a big one where we can get everybody together. Well, I noticed uh, all of the fans are really excited about you guys. In fact, they've always asked, where are the sweets at? Where are the sweet inspirations, you know? And, uh, I mean, that's all I've been hearing, you know, is that everybody's so excited. I'm excited, you know. And we are very excited. Can't wait to see what's going to happen at rehearsal <laughs> with this video and all. That sounds great. So I'm glad we haven't rehearsed because it would be, I don't know what it would be like if we just got up to do the show and there, there yeah. we see the, you know, play yeah, back. Like we're, not we're not, no, I don't think we would be able to pull it off. But with the rehearsal, we can kind of get used to what's going on. Used to seeing, you know, someone that you really love that's not really there, you know, uh, it won't be such an impact. Well, last year, Elvis introduced the stamps individually and they take their bow along with him on the big screen. Uh -huh. and, uh -huh. and the stamps... The stamps would look at the at the screen. Oh, Elvis would look at them. Oh, so. God, I don't think I could do that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard enough to look at really. Yeah. yeah, the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So many memories. Just so many yeah. memories. Good memories, you know. And you miss him so much. It's, it's almost. It's not almost. It's really that you wish he wasn't dead. You know, yeah. uh, had not left. And I know in spirit he's here, but we need to see that house that he lives in. Mm -hmm. How long has it been since you uh, all have been at Graceland? I was here in July, in, in August. In August, oh, I was here. Geez, what year was that? Um, oh, the, we were all here together. Lisa was a little girl. Yeah. Oh, that was a long, long time ago. In fact, Myrna, you were here during the Bankler President's luncheon, weren't yes. you? Yes, uh-huh, yeah. I was looking for you. I thought you were hiding. <laughs> <laughs> when, when was the last time you were at Graceland? I can't remember. It's been so long. We were here together the last time we were here. That um, I think we did. We were doing some rehearsal or something at Graceland, mm -hmm. weren't we? I don't know. No, we were from that place oh. where they were bothering us. We were someplace, and he felt that uh, we would be safer in Memphis, so he put us all on the plane and brought us to Graceland. Yeah, because uh, I don't. I don't know what happened. I think we were in the fans' way or something, and they started throwing things. And he took it as something else, so he brought us here to be safe. And he brought us to Grayson. He always looked after you guys, didn't he? Always, always. I think, I think he looked after us more than some of our own kinfolk. <laughs> he was very, very concerned about it. And we were just as concerned about him. Yeah, he was our brother. <laughs> that really comes across. And one of the things that really stands on my mind about any film uh, with you and Elvis in it, of course, is that's the way it is, and he's doing Suspicious Minds, and he does that little... <laughs> that's hard to put on the radio, but... <laughs> but uh, where were we? In a gift shop. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, I, I let everybody know who we were. <laughs> Yeah, I was just thinking there must have been pandemonium when you all showed up there because, you know, uh, I'm sure... We were kind of incognito at first. Until, <laughs> until that. 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 Until
<laughs> well, I know that, uh, um, for those that ask, oh yeah, the first uh, actual uh, concert outside of Vegas was, if I'm not mistaken, at the Houston Astrodome. Uh, what did you all think about uh, being in the Dome with Elvis uh, when, because uh, I mean, I think that he was kind of uh, taken aback how, how big it was at the time. Yeah. Tell us about that. Well, we were lucky to be there because they didn't want us to come. <laughs> uh, how do you mean? Well, um, for some reason they, they just didn't want the three black girls to come. But Elvis told the people that were organizing that the event that if we didn't come, then he wouldn't come. So when we got there, they treated us like we had our own car. <laughs> <laughs> Side. <laughs> and they had us riding around, and actually, that place was so big that Elvis looked like he was about three inches tall. That's how. That the place we were in the middle of the right. floor, and uh -huh. we were on a thing that go round right. yeah. and round. Right. Right. Oh, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, Hi, it's Mindy Miller. Look for me and other celebrities on Don Wilson's Hollywood Beach. In this segment, the Sweet Inspirations and I continue talking about Elvis at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo at the Astrodome in 1970. It was, 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 yeah. I remember Elvis came out and he said, I'm a vet number eight and I follow the cattle. That <laughs> <laughs> stuck with me all these years. And everything. But um, now Elvis pulled jokes on you, but did you ever pull any jokes on him? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, come on. <laughs> You've got to. <laughs> We've been laughing ever since we got here because everything just brought back all the memories. Oh, yeah, we've, we've done it to him. He's gotten us too. Yeah, real good. I wish you could talk about that. Uh, by the way, Richard Davis said that every day was like a Saturday with Elvis. Wouldn't you agree with that? That's true. Definitely. Yeah, every day like a holiday. Yep. <laughs> you never knew what he was going to do next. And you never knew what he was going to say. You would never know what he was saying when he was coming over there on stage. You would never guess that I'd never tell. He <laughs> was always full of surprises for you, though. Always. We had so much fun. So much fun. So much fun. Well, well, tell us what you're doing nowadays. Uh, you got any special projects coming up other than the, the show uh, coming up? No, 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 nothing. Not as a group. Nothing set. No. Not nothing set. Group. But we're we're working on some things. Yeah, we're working on some things. I work. I sing back up with Dionne Warwick. I'm, I'm on the road with her all year. That's fantastic. Let me look well, I'll tell you what. I've had a great time talking with the sweet inspirations. <laughs> this is Estelle Brown, Myrna Smith. And Sylvia Shemwell, we're the, the Sweet Inspiration. You're listening, listening to WEDL, the Don Wilson Show. Thank you very much. I hope that you enjoyed my interview with the Sweet Inspirations. We were having a ball, as you could tell. 
when I did this interview, I had just started in radio, and I had been with George Klein on WHBQ as his man about town. He'd call me up and he'd say, "Hey, Don L, what's going on in Whitehaven? What's the Elvis news?" and and he would take me down to the station and he kind of showed me the ropes. And when I went to uh, WEBL, um, they got me my uh, FCC license. I was trained there and uh, by J.D. Cooper, who uh, I believe is still on the air there. And it was a great uh, learning experience for me. And I had a lot of uh, fabulous guests on this show. And um, I miss living in Memphis. And... Um, I miss my friends that I used to have in Memphis that are no longer with us. Um, but they live on in my memory and um, also on these tapes because some of these wonderful people are gone. But as I said, these tapes have been sitting on the shelf from anywhere between 20 to 25 years. And I am so happy that I'm able to share these moments with you. And I hope that you will continue listening to Don Wilson's Hollywood Beat. We are going to be talking uh, to different personalities on this uh, show. But I have a wealth of interviews with Elvis's friends, family, associates, girlfriends, and so forth. So I'm happy to bring these to you uh, more or less in a row. And uh, I hope that uh, the consistency of bringing these memories of Elvis through these people touches you. And uh, Elvis touched me, and uh, I first met him when I was 19, well, not when I was 19, in 1970, and um, I was uh, with my father. And then a year later, my parents and sister were killed in a train accident. And Elvis more or less took me under his wing, so to speak. And uh, I was able to see him uh, for a few minutes here, a few minutes there before a show or this and that. And I was able to go up to Graceland uh, years later when I became a teenager. And... Uh, get to know a lot of the guys and so forth. So he changed my life. And there's been a lot of rumors. And uh, I was talking to um, uh, a person in Memphis not too long ago and said, aren't you the guy that lived at Graceland? I never lived at Graceland. <laughs> no, but I, Elvis was very busy. But he... Um, he took time out for me when there was when there was time, and uh, uh, I'm the last known person that Elvis wrote to before he passed away, and um, I was introduced at his last show in Indianapolis, and uh, I have great memories of him, and so I want to share them with you, and and I'm glad I can. Sam Phillips, and let me tell you something. Don Wilson is one of the nicest, kindest people, and he must play great music, and he must be a great communicator, because I like him. 
Hi, this is Joe Esposito. We're rocking and rolling with the king. Hey, folks. This is Scotty Moore. Hi, this is Ronnie Todd. Hi, this is Red West. Hi, this is James Burton. Hi, this is Cliff Cleave. <laughs> this is Marty Lanker. Hey, this is Sonny West. Hello, this is Lamar Fike. This is DJ, a GK, this is GK, George Klein. Hi, folks. This is Ronnie McDowell. This is Knox Phillips. Hi, Mark James. This is Joe Alden. This is Richard Davis. This is Anita Wood Brewer. This is Mary Jenkins. This is Estelle Brown. Lena Smith and Sylvia Shimwell, we have a sweet inspiration. Hi, I'm J.D. Sumner, and you're riding on the mystery train with our good buddy Don Wilson right here on WEVL, Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you for listening. I hope you will join me next time on Don Wilson's Hollywood Beat. Remember, I can be heard on Anchor, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Breaker, Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. Please check out my website at www.donwilsonshollywoodbeat.com and join me here next time. Remember, keep rocking and don't tip over. <laughs>